the Music Addict Podcast. My name is Joe, and I am sitting here alone today because Will cannot make it with us. But you can never feel quite alone when you're sitting here listening to some classic Miles Davis. Of course, uh, some of you may be shocked to learn that I do, in fact, enjoy jazz. In fact, I played jazz for many years as a trumpeter myself, looking up to the likes of Miles Davis and Chet Baker and Louis Armstrong and, of course, Dizzy Gillespie. So I had some thoughts today about what I was going to talk about, and I hemmed and hawed about it, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take you down a little trip, uh, starting with the jazz. I do, in fact, enjoy listening to jazz. You know, uh, I'll be nice to a lot of you who might think that I may just listening to, as my father would call it, that goddamn hollering music. I do, in fact, enjoy the classics. Miles Davis's classic album, Kind of Blue, is, of course, no exception to that. It was recorded in 1959, and it featured Julian Cannibal Adderley, pianist Winton Kelly, bassist Paul Chambers, and drummer Jimmy Cobb, with former band pianist Bill Evans appearing on most of the tracks in place of Kelly. What an all-star lineup, and they'll never record anything like it again. To those of you who don't like old school jazz, there are, of course, newer ways to enjoy jazz. Uh, I started listening to a, a group out of Germany called Boren Under Club of Gore. And it uh, appeals to a lot of us metalheads because, well, it's uh, doom jazz. That's right, there is such a thing as doom jazz. Uh, it's very ambient, uh, dark. Well, if you were going to put it in an art form, I would say it's pretty much like that painting of the guy alone in the diner at night called Nighthawks. Uh, they were formed in 1992 in Germany, and uh, a lot of the members were actually were in hardcore bands before they formed Boron Under. It's classified as an unholy ambient mixture of slow jazz ballads, Black Sabbath doom, and downturned autopsy sounds. I liken it to a jazz club in hell where all of the old serial killers got together and started a uh, jazz ensemble in some smoky, dark club. So anyways, I wanted to start there. Uh, This podcast isn't going to be very long. Like I said, Will couldn't make it with me today. So I figured I'd just kind of wing, you know, see what comes out. Speaking of Doom, I wanted to introduce you guys to a album that you may in fact may have heard me state on one of the other podcasts that I wished had come out last year because it would be at the top of my 2018 list, and that is the band known as Bell Witch. Bell Witch is a two-piece funeral doom band. Uh, Don't be surprised if you never heard of the term funeral doom before. Uh, Liken it to a branch off of doom metal. And if you don't know what doom metal is, I guess uh, go listen to some old Black Sabbath and uh, play it at half speed. Uh, Funeral doom is very, very slow, drawn out. Uh, Basically something you can imagine playing at a funeral. Uh, Bellwitch was formed in Seattle, Washington in 2010 by b- bassist and vocalist Dylan Desmond and drummer Adrian Guara. 
Uh, they recorded a couple albums. So it was uh, EP, and then there was Longing, and then they came out with their first Smash record called Four Phantoms. Now, Four Phantoms is a four-track album with each track envisioning ghosts dying by each of the four elements. That's right. Buried alive by earth, burnt at the stake, drowning in a river, and falling into winds so harsh they tear the skin off the dead. So you, I guess you can kind of get the idea that uh, these albums contain no guitar. Dylan plays a six-string bass, and it uh, takes the place of your normal guitar parts. There is no soloing. There is no shredding. It's very somber music. Uh, following complications, Jesse Shreedman took over drumming for Adrian. And in 2016, Adrian, at the age of 36, passed. And Dylan and Jesse recorded the Opus Mirror Reaper, which is an 83-minute track. I was actually listening to it again before I started recording, and every time I listen to it, I keep finding something more beautiful about it. Dylan's voice is multi-tracked, giving the sound of a Gregorian choir. The t- track is at times angry and heavy, but most of it is sad and longing. Uh, hits of the drum kit come very far in between. Dylan's six-string bass sings a funeral hymn-type sound. Uh, they do both heavy, screaming, metal vocals on this, but Dylan actually has a very beautiful singing voice as well on this track. They also have Adrian Guara's uh, unused vocals appear on the album as well, and it is credited on the album as the words of the dead. And I can't wait to hear what comes after. You ever come across a situation where you uh, see the album artwork of something and it makes you want to listen to it? Well, that's exactly what happened to me with the Mirror Reaper album cover. It's one of the most beautiful album covers I've ever seen in my life. And I immediately bought it. And uh, it made me go further down the road of Bell Witch. These guys are incredible. I I really did not expect to hear what I did from them. And especially as a two-piece, it really is a full sound if you guys are looking to get into more funeral doom i'm sitting here reading the wiki right now and they say they were pioneered by mournful congregation now i've tried listening to mournful congregation but i I couldn't really get into it i don't know if it was the guy's vocals or just their style it just once i bit off some bell witch i don't think anything has quite come close to that they also recommend uh, bands like funeral and skepticism But those are just a couple. Before I forget, I want to jump back and uh, get back into some more boring. I just wanted to mention some albums and maybe maybe get you guys turned on to them a little bit. Maybe encourage you to listen. Uh, It is a full jazz ensemble. I mean, they have saxophones, piano, uh, organs, synthesizer, bass guitar. It features some double bass, some eight-string bass. The uh, album that really got me onto them was uh, 2000's Sunset Mission. But then when I expanded out, my favorite album by far is Black Earth. That, to me, is their darkest, most bleak album, and I absolutely love it. I'm looking for a copy right now on vinyl that's not going to cost me a fortune. I do have Sunset Mission. Uh, I do recommend Dolores as well in 2008. That's, uh, That's a little bit more brighter for those of you who can't handle the somberness of Black Earth. They actually have an album that came out in 2016. I've listened to a couple songs off of it called Boring for Beginners. And uh, those are very nice as well. And, um, 
think it features a little bit more piano. I don't really like trying to recommend just songs to listen to for this because I am a full believer that these albums along the lines of Bell Witch or A Born Under are really a full experience, especially Bell Witch because it's it's one song. There is no listening to, hey, what track do you recommend off of this album? It's an 83-minute track. And uh, the Born Under albums are very much better taken in as a sit down, pour yourself a drink, turn the lights down, and just um, zone out and listen to some really, really good jazz. Uh, who knows, you might have a hidden jazz fan inside you right now, and you never knew it, but please do yourself a favor and try to listen to some Boren Under. That's spelled B-O-H-R-E-N with the and symbol, D-E-R, Club of Gore. So please uh, go out and uh, listen to it. You know you can listen to it for free on YouTube, so there's no excuse not to. So look, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. I know this has been kind of an awkward thing. I thought I could sit here and wing out maybe 20 minutes of worth of material for you, but I don't know. I, I just can't do it by myself, I guess. I need my buddy here to, to help me out. Uh, I do want to point you guys to the Facebook page that we have now established. It is under Music Attic Podcast. You have to use all three words. Uh, don't forget to email us at musicatticpod at gmail.com with uh, any questions or thoughts or comments. Uh, you can find us now on iTunes and Spotify. I do want to leave you with one last thing, though. R&B soul singer Jackie Shane died earlier this week, and uh, I just wanted to read a few things about her. This is from the New York Times. Jackie Shane was a pioneering transgender soul singer who became a star in Toronto, Canada in the 1960s. She came back to prominence recently when record label Numero Group released an album of her singles and live recordings. The album was nominated for a Grammy for Best Historical Album. Starting her music career in Nashville, she left for Canada to escape Jim Crow laws, packing nightclubs in Toronto. So rest in peace, Jackie Shane. I want to leave you with uh, one quote from her and... Uh, I'm going to play you a little Jackie in the background. I have never felt that I had to change or do anything that wasn't natural to me. I will never ever be some kind of wishy-washy creature that pretends or lets others guide me. I guide my life. It is mine. No matter what anyone says, I'm going to be Jackie. R.I.P. Jackie. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you next week. Love you.